Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis present. Woo! Here we are. All right. I bet everybody already knows whose voice that is. You think? Should we go the whole podcast without saying who it is? <laughs> it, this, is a, this is a big deal. It is a big deal. It feels, it feels, I mean, not in like a pressure way, right. not in like right. an expectation way, of course, but just in like, uh, you know, <laughs> he's kind really of, <laughs> kind of an expectation. Uh, we've talked about this. We've talked about how we would never have a wife or partner on because they wouldn't want to. So I'm amazed that you texted me. That this was happening. How are you feeling about it? I don't care. It's not my relationship that's going to end. I'm fine. All right. I don't think this started off. (laughs) (laughs) So Carly Jenkins is with us today for the first time in a long time. Uh, I mean, we haven't been in the kitchen in a long time. We haven't recorded in a while. Jamie's wife, business Uh, partner. And and now my wife, my best friend, my business partner, um, my... Bay, my rock, my moon, and my stars. I gotta say, Bay <laughs> does not roll off of anybody's tongue smoothly to me. Definitely, definitely not white people. It, yeah. it feels weird when I, I say. I it. I have not heard someone say it and thought that sounded natural. I know exactly who you are thinking of who uses it regularly, and you hate it. <laughs> I love the person, but but when that comes out of it's his, so his or awkward. her mouth, I am like, it's what? so awkward. It's yeah. so awkward. Yeah. How do they spell it? B A E. And it's, is it baby? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Urban Dictionary has a, there's also someone made that into an abbreviation uh, or a, uh, yeah. Somebody made that into something. Oh, like uh, b- uh, baby always. Uh, uh, who, who cares? Uh, oh, every time. Oh, uh, uh, every time. Oh, oh, oh what is it? Uh, 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 <laughs> I wish I had this queued up. Should have had this on the, uh, on the screen, I, told you I wanted to talk about this. Do you watch any of the Joe Rogan um, no. podcasts? No, no. They have a dedicated person on the internet. Oh, and screens sense. and stuff, so they can look up and look at stuff, and it's all interactive. That's what money will get you. Yeah, that's what we're gonna have someday. I can't wait. Someday. His podcast is also like four hours long. Sometimes, isn't it? Three. Yeah. Are you guys into it? Are you fans? I like it. I haven't listened to it regularly. I like Joe Rogan though. I'm into the clips. When they, 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 they take it down to seven minute deals. That's nice. Yeah. That's, I, I'm not three hours is a uh, lot of anything of dudes talking. We're already an hour of dudes talking. Yeah. And that's, I, I think that seems like a lot. I'm surprised that people want to listen to this. I'm happy they want to. I am surprised that <laughs> here's <laughs> Especially one, today. one abbreviation <laughs> is best at everything, <laughs> which is not. What I was looking for, best at everything. I love that. Bitch ain't educated. Oh, no. That's okay. number six. All right, the internet. I know, it's not, the internet it's sucks. Not, it's not getting there. Let's uh, not do that. Urban Dictionary, uh, the only thing that it becomes entertaining with for me was uh, during my involvement with the Square Dance Band, uh, the Square Dance caller would announce the name of the, ba- the name of the dance, and it is something that is... Southern, uh, West Virginia related, Georgia related. Yeah. And immediately if you urban dictionary, what they just said, it is a sexual position. Well, no matter what. Can you, oh, oh, like all the songs. Can you <laughs> yeah. give us an example? Uh, I, um, I can't remember them now. 
but, uh, but it was it became my enjoyment it's probably why i stayed in the band for another year was looking up what those mean and chances are those phrases are also slightly racist yeah and uh it was just yeah, an amazing an amazing <laughs> period in your life yeah it's, it's All unfortunately right. over so here's an interesting thing that carly and i are discussing on the way over here is you guys you guys are friends and kindred spirits in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. Uh, it's true. And the, the, maybe the greatest evidence of that is that Carly, during our, what is that thing called? Myers-Briggs episode. Yes. We found out that you are, Travis, an ENTJ. Uh-huh. Carly is an INTJ. Yes. Why haven't we had someone come on to actually give us the test? They do a thing. Yeah, I'm feeling attached to what I got the first time I took it, uh-huh. and I'm and I feel like it's true, and it's a little bit of a guiding light yeah. for me. I've heard that from a lot of people, and then they'll take it, you know, because of course your answers could be different in a different period of your life, yeah. and that that's like a challenging thing. To, no, I am this, mm-hmm. but I realize actually coming over here today, it's how intensely different the introverted extroverted things. It just seemed ludicrous to me that we would be choosing to do this, to have a conversation and like put it out there to mm-hmm, the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm going to puke yeah. Like yeah. a lot. And it seems very strange that you two enjoy this and choose to do it. I, I'm happy to be here though. I, no, I feel, no, uh, I feel. But it's, like a dr- <laughs> it's like a dramatic difference <laughs> in the experience. Uh, <laughs> I, you know? uh, the, uh, that's the extroverted part of me, the E, right? Yeah. yeah, I haven't thought about it since that episode. That's yeah. the difference yeah. is I don't remember what, what I am. I don't remember what the letters mean. And I just heard somebody was listening to a podcast where they, what, what podcast? Oh, uh, Harmontown. They all took the test together uh, through a professional uh, means medium. Yeah. <laughs> it was a seance. Uh, they took the, uh, they took the test together and all compared it together and then discussed why, why it matters or how close to the zodiac it is, like how close it is to yeah. uh, oh your sign, yeah, how, or how, no, how close it is to how uh, uh, like fortunes are written, and uh, how it's uh, possibly you could tear it apart down to well, of course it's telling me this, um, and it doesn't, or down to it doesn't mean anything, yeah, but how it could affect your life knowing it, sure, and, oh yeah, and how that could. Uh, like even though maybe it's not totally correct, how it could change your life, kind of like totally. The, uh, what is that self proje- uh, self projection? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that is kind of the purpose of all of those things: zodiac, Myers Briggs, personality test. It's just a lens or a tool to sort of like understand something about yourself or the people around you. Yeah, I don't like it. The Myers Briggs thing, honestly, I think it's been super helpful for Jamie and I mm-hmm. in just sort of understanding mm-hmm. it takes a, it depersonalizes. It totally does. Certain aspects where you're just like this is the way you experience the world and yeah. it is totally different. And it's science. But I can understand that. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's helpful. I, I think using the word science is a leap. Mm. Pseudoscience. Well, uh, in the context of what of me thinking it's helpful, <laughs> yes, I need okay. to think that it's science. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. important. Uh, yes, because I think flat earthers use the same phrase. We oh, this is just science. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> we just watched a documentary about flat earthers. Because mm. Carly, Carly, I think in future podcasts, I look at this as sort of the breaking the ice. But in the future, I want Carly to be our conspiracy theory 
correspondent. Because you're a flat earther? I'm so excited. No, she's not. She's not. Well, killing frost, killing frost farms, raising crops on flat earth since <laughs> I am, 2011. For the record, I am not a flat earther. She's not a flat earther. <laughs> but I do. Uh, so I don't. I mean, the way you say conspiracy theory, the things that you are talking about that I go off about. Yeah are in no way conspiracy no. theories. They're just the truth. Oh, okay. Obviously. <laughs> Which, of course, is what a conspiracy theorist would say. I think that's the only way to believe in it. This is, listen, this, Jamie, this is science. It's, it's a, it's this is science hole. right now. The flat earth thing is not convincing. No. The argument is not convincing. No, it's ridiculous. And I don't get it. And you also can't, the people who are espousing this, you can't tell if they're being like a little... Like if they kind of know. I mean, there there was one dude in this documentary where you he, he almost seems as surprised as you are that he's like gaining fame and getting away with this. Yeah. Like he's oh, like, can well. you believe no one has debunked me? So it doesn't seem like yeah. he's a true believer. He's no. just trying to find it's his all, identity in like, the world. I'm, I was trying to figure out what's the point. Like why fight? Why fight the? round earth theory <laughs> yeah and it's all comes down to government conspiracy they're trying to like it's it's literally they all like if you if you go down the the rabbit hole far enough they all come down to they're trying to expose that the government is hiding this is controlling us yeah. and why which is interesting because i think a little bit of like government insecurity or a lot is appropriate, right? Yeah. And there are plenty of things that the government is kind of like duping us about. We talked but. about that a couple episodes ago. The idea of like, does that matter? Like, do you want to live in that? Like, am right. I, I'm okay with living in the like whatever's happening. Uh, Maybe whatever we, they're doing, I don't know. Man. It's best that we don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't because the idea of 9/11. I'm the one who brought it up, and I didn't want to bring it up. The idea that 9/11 is staged and all this. And I don't, I don't, if that's the worst or if that's, if that's something that was created by the government, then, um, I don't want to know. You like, it would, it would mean you could no longer operate under this. Like, well, <laughs> that means that there is things that are a thousand times worse that yeah. they've done. And I don't want to, I don't want to know. Which <laughs> I just sort of take as fact. Sure. Yeah. So it doesn't affect, I mean, it doesn't affect me because it is what I believe. Like as a baseline. Oh my god! I love that you guys moved out to Potomac. I know. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love that you guys moved out to Potomac and got a landline, and <laughs> and it's and and have become harder to get a hold of. Uh huh. And and it's it's indicative of a like we're gonna move to the country, and ignore some of this, which I I understand completely. Our ability at. Uh, because it's funny, because you know Carly was a hairstylist forever, and owned Boom Swagger, and I was a fly fishing guide. A government owned a uh, Boom Swagger. Yeah, totally. It's all <laughs> subsidized by the federal government. <laughs> uh, I had no idea. But you know, like small talk is like that is what those businesses are. Oh, you're largely about, and we suck at small talk. Well, but I can't do it. The worst thing about the small talk thing, uh, my tattoo artist forever had a sticker that said, "Don't, don't assume we have the same prejudices or something," uh, written right where you could see it when you sit down. Yeah, and uh, was the idea was please don't just start talking yeah. about anything. Yeah. 
because we have to be here for like you. I have to be here for an hour. Don't don't start yeah. talking about everything. And then I'm trapped. Do you want to know a fun trick? <laughs> yes. Someone taught someone taught me this, and it's super effective because yeah, you get someone. For me, it was someone sitting in my chair who I would have to then spend the next two hours, and also would be projecting their voice through this you know <laughs> open salon about whatever views. Yes. And sometimes some you know really inappropriate things come out or whatever. Someone told me all you have to do to get someone off topic is access their ego and you can immediately, so it doesn't matter what they're saying, literally like, oh, oh my God, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you're like, your eyes are just like, pow, or this color is amazing on you. And all of a sudden awesome. that person is just like bewildered. What? Oh, mm, me? What were we talking about? It I just like, like diffuses it immediately. You're showing me how the sausage is made right now. Yeah. Like going back. <laughs> yeah. Cause Jamie, oh, every Jamie, time you, <laughs> Jamie has told me a, a specific story about how you've used that. So, and yeah, then, yeah. but there's a flip side to it because you can use it in a comp, you can use it in a complimentary way yes. or you can use it in a way that's going to knock that person down a bit. So like oh, if they're great. really going for it, then it's like, oh, hold still. You just have a little schmutz of some, something. I have it. seen Carly use the schmutz thing and it is fucking golden. That's, that it sounds... works so well. Because on the one side, it just makes them feel self-conscious. And I know that sounds cruel, but sometimes people need to be like... We all need to be reined in in that way. And then on the other side, it gives them this notion that you're like looking out for them. So there's this like aligning mm -hmm. portion. You're paying super, attention. Super effective. It's very friendly. It, it really works well. People should try it. And Next. then you can just move no. on. Next topic. Uh, now that I've, like after hearing that story uh, that shall not be mentioned, <laughs> that I keep mentioning, is the uh, watching interviewers. Watching interviewers do that same thing. Did, he, did you all watch the R. Kelly interview? <laughs> no. Not, not to bring up the worst thing on earth. I have no... I mean, I feel like... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in our house, we just feel like I know enough about the R. Kelly story and, like, have for a fucking long yeah, time. This is... This is this is public knowledge. I don't... It's, there's no entertainment value. No. There's no, like, enlightenment I, potential. She did a great job doing this interview. Uh, the, that's the point to watch, is that she just sits there. And he, like... He's, like, losing it, right? Totally. Standing up. Arms waving. <laughs> and she sits there. She never... Like, she doesn't even uncross her legs. Oh, man. She just stares at him. And it's an amazing... Like, for me, that's the only reason I wanted to watch it was... How did she handle that? How did she handle being in the worst situation as yeah. far as television yeah. goes? And it's not like, and of course, all the news outlets and everywhere took all the parts out of context. But even out of context, it's it's pretty, it's pretty uh, like, well, why would he have gotten that upset? Like, why would he have gotten that upset instantly? It's it's so it's so it's all this like it's just so guilty. Yeah, so he's gross. so guilty. Um, it's uh, uh, and gross. Oh, also, John Oliver interviewed Monica Lewinsky, which was the greatest interview I've seen. What's up with Monica Lewinsky? Why do we? What's she doing? Well, she is uh, she's spearheading her own uh, uh, anti-shaming campaign. Oh, and she is the poster child of shaming. Sure, yeah. And she brought up the because uh, they he asked her why didn't she change her name. And why didn't Bill Clinton change his name was her answer to that. And, and realizing like, oh yeah, that was the grossest thing on earth. Yeah. That impeachment was the grossest thing on earth and, and how she paid the price for it is so indicative of like, hopefully where we were and what we're becoming of like, 
she was, and as John Oliver pointed out, she was a kid. Yeah. And like people do stupid things and she was a kid, but this other person was an adult and was in uh, a position, an adult in a position of power. Well, he's just the president. No big deal. No big deal. (laughs) He's the number one boss. (laughs) How how gross that is and how, how sad it is. So do you think we are changing? Uh, Slowly. We've we've gotten we're like if it's like one or two percent, sure. Yeah, I, I can admit to that. I don't think. I mean, I think we've found ways to like make ourselves feel better about ourselves. Mm. Sure. Um, with like hashtags, uh-huh. we've gotten hashtag hashtags oh. have like allowed us to heal. A sure. Lot of the wounds. great anesthetizer. Yeah. Shout totally. out! Shout out to my old man who I uh, who is embarking on the internet for the first I time. Love him. He's the best. He is the best. Um. We we we've been taking each subject, Facebook, Instagram, posts, blah blah blah. We finally got to hashtags. And explaining hashtags to him opened my eyes of oh yeah, what are hashtags? Yeah. What is the point of this? How do these work? And why do these work? And where are they where do they matter? And they matter only if you want attention. Like that is like if you want to draw people to your Twitter feed or your Instagram feed, that's where they matter. On I like them on Facebook because, like, uh, two days ago, oh, you guys aren't on Facebook. So Mm -mm. so exciting uh, on Tuesday. Oh, what something happened? Uh, Well, I took the car in to get the timing belt replaced. Uh, Awesome. (laughs) I thought you were going to say something about the world. (laughs) Oh, I will. (laughs) And which meant I was on foot uh, as I should be in town anyway. Uh, and I went to five different places to drink liquids. So and and yeah. I discovered this thing on Facebook that is uh, um, uh, the Facebook uh, photo editor, where you can add gifs and words and flashing all sorts of shit to your picture and make a little video. And it is the most. And it's Snapchat related, which I had no experience with. Uh, and uh, the the giggling. That was happening for me of taking a picture of my cup of coffee and then adding like a gif of the rock <laughs> and the time and place yeah. and all the shit to it was the giggling to me was enough. Yeah. Uh, oh man, it, we're fucked. <laughs> well, we're so fucked. Because <laughs> obviously people use those uh, as like that's they use that as an attention getter. Yeah. And I I just think it's fucking hilarious and ridiculous. Everything's just an attention getter. That's all. That's a big part of social media. That's what it is now. Yeah. We've been talking a lot about lately. I mean, what did you think it was otherwise? What? I uh, thought, you know. A social community. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like Twitter, like okay. the Arab Spring happened because of Twitter or whatever. That's what people always say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think Obama used, so, used social media but, to so his advantage. That's just an attention get drawing attention to an issue yeah i mean it's just a positive yeah you just you just i guess we thought (laughs) i don't know maybe we thought early on that the attention would be for like some greater good yeah yeah yeah. and 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 10 percent of the time it is we watched a documentary that (laughs) basically posits that the internet is for pedophiles oh sure oh my god last night um, wow. That was a real bummer. You guys did something very different than I did last <laughs> night. Because <laughs> I watched uh, Bridget and I watched. Sort of a dark uh, what did we watch? Uh, Bridget and I watched Mortal Engines, the new Peter Jackson. Oh uh, yeah, is that out? It's uh, for rent. 
And uh, Did it, was it even even in the theaters? I think so, but it, it has. It's a, where they live in the big vehicles. Yeah, right? it has a strong twenty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh no! And it earned most of that twenty percent. I think twenty seven percent was high, but I'm a sucker for those type of movies. Is it steampunk? It's like steampunk Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's a lot of references. It's Peter Jackson's oh, the film nerd references a lot of things. Yeah. Which I and I. For me, actually, I'll probably watch it again. Oh, God. It's two hours long, too. And and it, it's two hours long, and everything happens. He, they spend a lot of time with exposition. Mm-hmm. It's constant exposition. Because the first draft was four hours long. <laughs> of course. And uh, But then, after we finished that, I watched Mandy with Nick Cage, which I think is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Have we seen. not talked about Mandy? Wow. No, because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Carly has seen it. Well, well. <laughs> that movie ain't for everybody. Do you know that we brought Mandy to... <laughs> Montana Film Festival. We sponsored Mandy. Oh, that's the best. As, a, as a business. Yeah, it How is. It is. I mean, to be fair, Rizzo said, do you guys want to sponsor this movie? I did not know it existed. It was supposed to be our friend Migsy's. Yeah, it's supposed to be Migsy's movie. Oh. And then I don't know what happened with that. Um, it just, yeah. Okay. That movie is... Bananas. It's totally bananas. And it's supposed to be. For sure. So Carly went to the, the sh- <laughs> Jamie screening. was out of town playing a show with you yes. during the screening. And he was like, you know, we had two passes and we had sponsored this thing. And, it, you know, our buddies, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna whatever. I'm going to take my niece you to You have it. to go. You have to go. So I got my friend Miranda to go with me. And... It's also like not often that I venture into town in the winter by no. myself, whatever. So it's like, not. okay, oh. very brave. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so and, and what an adventure this I, was. We went and had drinks and it was fun and it was great. Cool. Miranda and I sitting in the back of the theater. I think it was probably, we were surrounded by friends. So it was like nice for a bit. And I think we made it 45 minutes. Also, keep in mind, it's late at night. Which is I a quarter ha- of the way through the movie. I have to go back up to Potomac by myself. Yeah. Jamie's not going to be back that night. Oh, you I, mean into the woods? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I could, I can freak myself out, you know, whatever. It's 45 minutes. We, like, look at each other. And I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Are you? She's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm good. Oh, and it was before Mandy got lit on fire. You didn't even it see that It was definitely part. before. We only made it to the part oh, where wow. the creatures sort of came into play. Yeah, in the strobe. Yeah. Oh, and, you didn't get And I was out. Yeah, and I'm, I feel totally fine about that decision. I also, like, there were plenty of things about it that I thought were cool and interesting. I yeah. also love Nick Cage, but I feel fine about it. That is not a movie for everybody. No, not 100%. I think my old man, he watched, he didn't make it through it either. Uh, I'll, I'll watch that 10 times. There's nobody I'm related to who would watch that whole movie. Oh my God. It is. Uh, that's sick. You to have say. to be able, I think you have to be able to enjoy like the art of a yep. film in a certain yes. way. And like Jamie can do that with a lot of shows in ways that I just can't. Like shit will linger in my brain in a way that I can't separate as much. Yeah. Like Well, that makes you that makes you not only normal in a good way, <laughs> but that makes you like uh, that that means that you are able to watch something and base it just purely on enjoyment, which is the point. Yeah. The point of movies and TV is do I enjoy this? Do yeah. I not enjoy 100%. this? 100%. And the the other two people at this table who are super analytical 
and uh, will will argue the merits of something that's yep. terrible because of yeah, but it's great. Yeah, yeah, but 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 look at it. Yeah, I mean, any oh my god, it, it's that's a constant discussion in this house. Uh, we watched Die Hard. Uh, Bridget had never seen Die Hard before. We did that fairly recently, also. And me, ex- me, me, pausing the movie to be like, yeah, but this is so amazing because of you know, like, and then the joke in our house is, uh, Bridget, when I suggest a movie, she says. Is it amazingly written or is it a good movie? So is it frustrating <laughs> for you guys to watch a movie that you feel this way about with someone who doesn't respond with the chutzpah that you feel like they should? No, you know because, I mean? because I'm an, because I'm a mature individual okay. who, who can, who can, who can let somebody else not enjoy something. Yeah. I also think that I, a little bit of my, <laughs> if we like both felt that way about movies, I feel like we would just be kind of annoyed. Yes. Like watching movies would be no fun in our house. Did you see the lighting yeah. design? Oh my oh, god. Oh man, yeah. Oh, I like I kind of cringe thinking about what that would be like. <laughs> I can't no, we do that. Yeah. Everybody needs that balance. Yeah. Like uh, even I'm sure uh there's the documentary about uh Ebert and him oh. him going through like even till his like last month on earth he was watching 11 movies a day and taking notes 11 and his wife was his assistant for some of that because he could barely function right and uh hearing hearing her perspective of just like this is what he does this yeah. is how we make money here's the this is the uh, I'll help him do that I get to watch movies yeah and uh and she and he didn't force her into any belief of that, which you can't, you can't force people because you really, it does not matter. First of all, it does not. And you like what you like and that's the best. We're like, you said mature, you're a mature individual or whatever. I say it's obviously tongue in cheek. (laughs) Well, we've been talking a lot about like, we feel like we're, we are, uh, like really faced with adulthood these days. Yeah. In like mostly positive (coughs) ways. Uh, but it is something I'm definitely, Aware of the fact that I'm not uh, in my 20s. Looking, oh my god, I, no, no <laughs> shit, no shit. As somebody who just had a birthday that is more defining than any other birthday I've ever had, uh, being 37, yeah, uh, I'm looking at 40. I've never looked at 40 before. It's strange, right? And, and I have a, I have the job of a child. Like I have the career choice of a child that says, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" I want to be a professional musician. However. <laughs> or a podcaster, is, as I used to tell people in kindergarten. As much as you might say you have the career of a child, you also are 100% in charge of the success or failure of said career. You know what of I mean? Of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't just go to a job and someone tells you what to do. No, it's the best. The, the best part about being self-employed is you don't have a boss. The worst part about being exactly. self-employed is you don't have a boss. For sure. When I look at you guys, I see... Uh, uh, landlords, uh, lords of the land. Barons. Which is hilarious. I prefer barons. Which is adult as fuck because you're in charge of people's houses and your own 14 acres, which is a lot of, that's a, that to me, that's a lot of responsibility. Like there's, you have this chunk, you have trees you have to take care of. Okay, Travis. Also, (laughs) also you guys run a business where numerous other businesses depend on you. You also are in charge of the lives of many, 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 many animals. 
which is uh, intense. Sometimes horrible. Uh, that's why I, I hard, usually yeah, sometimes I, hard. I usually don't ask the question, how's the farm today? Because you never know. Fucking lambs. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then you guys are also having to take care of each other, which is uh, extremely, that's the most important part of adulthood, yeah. which is the part I'm struggling yeah. with. What are the, what is the, what is the, most what is the adulthood thing? <laughs> I mean, it's interesting Fuck. having animals in the last, well, the say the last two years, having more up close and personal relationship with animals and seeing their full cycle of yeah. life, everything, having facing death in really intimate ways that yeah. I never have. I mean, pu- putting down my dog by myself, no. my best friend, you know, yeah. in the middle of the woods, so strange and just things that I didn't really, I don't know, I think I sort of took for granted or whatever. So there have been like hell dark moments yeah. in the last few years but also has uh that has also like totally changed our lifestyle i mean completely. The, the the uh love of animals i mean we're like we're we're vegan now yeah which is i mean mind-boggling and i yeah. now it's it's a trip i cannot and i've dabbled you mm-hmm. know and also never been a big meat eater but uh, just, I can't, I definitely got to this point where I was like, no, no way. Did no you have way. a moment? Cause so to fill people in, we like, and this is part of the adulthood. We just been thinking a lot about this lately, but like this fall, I think we were like, we want to get serious about our health. And we were talking about this, mm-hmm. Travis, and, and we sort of all been on this journey, I think. Uh, well, I finally got off study drugs in the last year, which was oh, like a fuck. monumental thing and a generational, like weird thing. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Uh, because we were all told that not only is it okay, but yeah. you have to. Yeah. <laughs> right. You have to. Ridlin was like, oh, it was yeah. not an option for me. Yeah. And, and it was second I left like that environment and moved here. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want to take Ridlin anymore. Yeah. I feel weird. This makes me feel weird. This feels like something's wrong. Did you go back and forth at all? Or no. were you like, I, I need. cut clean. Yeah. But. Ritalin was also very edgy. Like mm-hmm. Ritalin, because I've Ritalin taken is, them all. Like, yes. We probably all like have. Like bad cocaine. Yeah. It is but like. It's, yeah. <laughs> straight it's not, up. Well, speaking not of nice. legalized cocaine, I dabbled in, dabbled in. Uh, there was a, like a year of Adderall. Yeah. That was. Man, I was getting shit done. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was getting shit done, but yeah. then if I didn't have it or, right. you know, like, oh, maybe maybe I should cut back a little. <sighs> so um, now I'm just sitting here. Yeah. Fuck. This is not teaching me anything. Right. This is, this is making me weird. That, what you said there, I think has been the biggest thing for me in the last year. So I was, well, had tons of friends on Adderall throughout college and had been prescribed Ritalin, had dabble I, like i had clients who would trade for their haircut in adderall like that's how you no you didn't for sure Holy that's how ubiquitous shit. it was and it was covered by oh my God, like, often. I, need, I need to learn how to cut hair um <laughs> so it was super regular and even cocaine and all that stuff for yeah. me in college it, i always had a very different relationship with it because it allowed me to control my eating it disorder issues without even thinking about it. You know what I mean? And I never had an abuse. Like I would have cocaine 
on my person for months. Oh my and God. just I just like to have it. Just a little dabble here, whatever, whatever. And it was really just like a control thing for this other thing that yeah. was the main issue. I like feelings, right? right. Like you <laughs> just don't feelings. have to feel any fucking feelings because you just dominate all totally, situations. For sure. Yeah. It was definitely feelings, yes. <laughs> Which is why how my eating disorder developed too. It was yeah. like, let's dull feelings. Cool. Yeah. But oh my God. then as an adult, it's just crazy to me. I had, I went to this, you know, medical professional for years who specialized in, um, disordered eating and Vyvanse is like a study drug that is also yes. now prescribed for like binge eating disorders or eating disorders, whatever. So it was like legit all above board. And mm. I would talk to this woman about like, well, I really want to quit smoking and I feel like it's impossible on this drug or I don't want to be taking this drug. They also cost a lot of money, yeah, yeah, like a lot. Um, oh, but it does, nuts. you know, wanting to get off and, and sort of being like feeling the pushback from that person was crazy. Like me. what kind of stuff would they just be like? Literally positing the whole like, well, it sounds like you're doing really well managing these issues. So it was, all, it was sort of like the, this is the devil, you know, yeah. And isn't it better than whatever? I was going to say the devil you don't know, but I did know that yeah. other devil very well also. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's crazy. It's crazy. I, uh, the, uh, uh, I go to partnership healthcare and they don't overprescribe because yeah. I think a big problem they have is people just looking for drugs. Right. Sure. And it's harder. It, what I love about them is when you ask them like, hey, so eating disorder. Yeah. They'll sit and talk about actual like well you know you should uh you know you need to eat these foods and blah blah, blah. Right. and they never bring up drugs yeah and because i've never i don't want to dive into that side that's the worst because <laughs> it's like what do i do when it's over it's it's it's, it's well, just exactly. another it's just another crash diet it's totally. just another like oh here take this well and the drugs are just treating symptoms right like you're not you're not working on there's anything. no lifestyle change yeah. yeah it was a trip too and i did during that, we had a vegan household for a couple of years, which was the only way I had ever managed, like, food issues and stuff in a positive way. Um, but she was pretty against veganism also because of the, like, great protein debate. Oh, whatever. Jesus <laughs> yeah, fuck. Which, anyways, total bullshit. But so finally, like, whatever, got off of that and... Uh, have spent the last six months learning about feelings <laughs> and oh. that feels super adult. Yes. But, um, but, she, yeah, but how's now, that been for you, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to like be too, it's just fucking, you know, like obviously with Carly going through all this stuff, I obviously in the last couple of years have our listeners know that, you know, I quit drinking and have like definitely done some serious <laughs> soul searching as well. Uh, so to me, it's like, this, I mean, this is like the most amazing, I feel like our relationship is like reborn right now. It feels fucking Aww. really magical. It does feel really, um, awesome. and real. And it feels like, yeah, the feeling stuff we, this winter, you know, the winter was intense for everybody this winter. Um, and then we, you know, lost a cat, which was fucking like really traumatic, uh, because uh, we lost him in a traumatic way. Yes. Yep. Um, and 
and yeah, and I have noticed that you are feeling feelings more <laughs> acutely. <laughs> uh, like some, some moments where I think we're joking around and I look in your eyes and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I'm really sorry. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I mean, I feel, and I feel like you've always known this about me, but now it's just like times 10. Like yeah, freight train. But that said, it also now versus before. It's not like we never had you know arguments before. Uh, we'd like deal with it. It's like a forty-five minute cycle. Yeah, yeah. Back to you know like processing, and we're like back to normal versus before. And this was largely my fault. Where like three days later, I'd be like coming out of the funk and like ready to express myself. And yeah. like tell you yeah. what I felt, and it would. By the end of it, it's a week before we're over our fucking. No, expediting expediting that amount of time is the key. <laughs> yes. Huge. It's the key because I I've always I've always loved I, I I do still believe having emotions available, and having them like, it's and it, part of its justification of my own personality, but having it available and having them fly out is like I still think that's good. Uh, you mean bro? bro. <laughs> I mean, uh, access to that is 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 like a good part of being human, and yeah. suppressing is bad. Yeah, compressing all that shit down is is just nasty. It totally like it just fires. Then it fires out in the worst ways. The shotgun blast is so bad. I don't like it. I know I still do that, but I I want to like. How do you like? I just want to let this out twice a day. Yeah, instead of once a week. But that's good. I think yeah. letting it out is good and as long as like it's followed, you know, with a reasonable amount of time with like a hey, that happened. Here's how I was feeling. Yeah. Sorry about yeah. it. Yes. Well, know? see, Carly and I have partners that are sensitive. Yeah. And when we fly off the handle, the partner goes what did I do wrong? I yeah. I yeah. just see red. I fucking panic. I can't I mean, like, breathe. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. going on? Oh my god! I know. I look at Bridget all the time and be like, "Oh, sorry, this wasn't about you." Yes. Sorry, this wasn't about you. Or Carly would be like, "You're Fuck. just looking at me like you're fucking bewildered." And I'm like, "I don't know what my face looks like." <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I realize I realize that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, that that that's what happens, and so I learn how to direct it. Like. Yes. Okay, Bridget, I'm not angry at you at all. Yes. But here's what's going on. And like, you know. It's and a little bit like has. Cyclops before he has the glasses in yes, X-Men, yes, you know, when he just yes. he opens his eyes and just fucking <laughs> yes. sprays yeah. lasers everywhere. Sorry, I, don't, I can't <laughs> yes. control this. And if I learn how to control this, I won't be human. Right. Like, I need it to be, I need it to be available. Like, I, I, the same thing applies to, like, experiencing happiness and experiencing sadness. Yes. Like. If you don't know what this, you don't know what a 10 is, yeah. then a 1 feels oh normal. Yeah. yeah, I do the exact same. I do the literal exact same I, thing. I does all it, of it. Just when, when, Jane, when Travis or your wife is coming at you with that and they're saying, this is not about you, but they're saying it in the like volume pitch whatever <laughs> of the other, like does do the words matter at all no, do you I, hear that i or do, do and well and they're worth don't stop doing that they're worth it like in the aftermath a little bit yeah. in the moment <laughs> for me you know just i like i am so sensitive to heightened emotions yeah yeah uh and I think there's like a lot of reasons for that. And I'm too sensitive to it. Like I, you know, if I sense that like someone is verging on hysteria, even if it is 
even if it is warranted and whatever. How dare you feeling, say hysteria? I know that I know, sounds like hysteria. a pejorative thing, but I don't no, mean it like that. Even, I just mean like <laughs> like a real like they're gonna let it out. Fireball. I I fucking panic. Yeah, like, I am panicked, and <laughs> I am trying to get better at. I really, really am trying to get better at just like being in that moment and letting it happen and understanding it's not about me. And that's like my own narcissism, which mm-hmm. is, you know, like something AA has helped me realize mm-hmm. what a fucking narcissist I am. Uh, because it's not about me. And fuck, what a terrible relationship if you can never feel your feelings. You yeah. know, like you, if you can't let it out here, where are you going to be able to let it out? Um, so I do understand that that is important. Uh, but yeah, it is like, uh, it's still frightening. Just oh, yeah. like you guys are the way you are, I, yeah. I am the way I am. Totally. Which, uh, I mean, it's it's not uncommon that uh, it's obviously we're we're looking at our what is what is this, this sample group is two relationships that are similar. Yes. Yes. So it can't be that weird that right. that people that people gravitate towards. Like it's not an opposite to track totally. thing, for sure. but uh, it's obviously a problem that most people problem is, is maybe not the good word. A dynamic. Yeah. 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 It's, this is probably a pretty common situation. I, I mean, mean, I grew up with this situation. Yeah. Me too. hundred uh, yeah. percent. Me too. And like, there's no, there's no reason to think that it's weird or wrong, um, but there's ways to deal with it that are not drugs. Yes. We should all be on drugs. We should also not dwell too much on how all of our parents had that same dynamic because it doesn't. All of our parents. All of our parents' marriages are. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's why I told Jamie the other day, like, I feel like I got as much of a gift as anyone when he started going through AA because so much of the focus is just on personal accountability. Totally. And the more we talk about that, like honesty, personal accountability, it's so freeing to feel like you're not the victim of someone else's shit all the time. And I feel like half the time my rage, I mean, I feel pretty embarrassed about the number of times I convinced someone that they were wrong or did something bad or whatever when I was just probably having a tantrum, but I couldn't handle owning it. So I like beat them. Yeah. I say, don't feel bad about it. Those people deserved it. Oh God. They were wrong. I don't know who you're talking about, but they were wrong. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, if anything, I'm used to that. Yeah. Mm. The progression of our relationship as we get older in it, I feel like for the first couple of years, you're like faking how together you are yeah. and in yeah. control of your shit you are. And yes. then as it gets better and better, you're like, oh, I can let you in on this little secret that I'm actually not in super control of yes. totally. characteristic well, X. Starting at the base <laughs> level that spending any amount of time with somebody causes something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nobody, no, no humans can spend that amount of time together. And it's so, um, that's, I'm more, I'm more skeptical of people who are perfect relationship people. Like, Oh, I I always think like, Oh yeah, there's something you guys need to deal with. One of you is going to snap. Definitely. One of you is going to snap and it's not going to be pretty. And like that, the faking, there is an amount of faking it. Because you're you're yeah. there's another human yeah. that is reacting and has reactions. It's a, it's a, it, that starting at that base level for me is like oh, okay, 
we're all going to be okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, we're, we're all going to be okay because this is what happens. Because yeah. the disagreements, <laughs> the fighting, whatever, is not, is not the potential problem. It's the dealing with those. Yeah. yeah. Right? How you, you go about it. it. Absolutely. Because if we accept that we all have feelings and sometimes right. they're out of control and we should not fight that, we should just learn how to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, like, it's where you're just going to have the bumps. Like, you yeah. know? And it's just, I feel like we are, and this is maybe like my, my, the greatest sign I feel that we are like becoming grownups is that we are better at just living in those moments when they happen yeah, and talking about them. And that's not to say that sometimes they fucking get out of control, sure, but not really anymore. <laughs> it does take a massive it's amount a superpower, of, man. It is in just a huge amount of trust that you have to have in that person in front of you mm-hmm. to, take this vulnerability and not take advantage of it like to expose yourself in that way and know that like you're not going to be judged every moment after it's so massive do you guys feel i feel like see this is interesting difference between our personality types maybe is like i am i'm fairly comfortable with the vulnerable thing like that and i feel like for you guys (laughs) that is like (laughs) no i I am superman (laughs) Nothing is wrong with that. (laughs) So, yeah. Like, sometimes I will literally say to Jamie, these tears are coming out of my face. I know it. I see them. I feel them. But nothing is there. It's just what's happening. Everything's fine. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you just just cry into your dinner, and I'll just sit here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What a nice meal. Oh, oh, oh. uh, I, I I I will admit... Uh, that in the last couple of weeks I've had a I've had a real tough time and uh, Bridget and I have the argument over small talk, which is yeah I know you're trying to get me to talk I will talk when I figure out what the hell I'm upset about but if you don't ask me how my day was I already told you my day sucked yeah and I don't know how to answer that question because I want to answer honestly I want to say like when you say how was your day yeah and like compared to yesterday how was your day just as bad. Don't want to talk about it. So when just you, want to eat my food right now. When you have that feeling, yet you're not able to articulate it, or you haven't even come to the place of like knowing fully what the fuck is going on with mm-hmm. just yourself, do you feel like you have to separate yourself from other people or from those interactions because it's like a fireball, 100%. like gonna come out? Yes. yes, yes. But I know I can't do yeah. that. And, and but I want the. But I also want. I want the companionship. I want the other well, human to be such here. such a terrible I've place been, to I've be I've been in. alone all day dealing with this problem. Yeah. I need the companionship, but I can't talk about it yet because I have the solution and the solution won't be available until tomorrow at noon when this person calls me back to yeah. say blah, blah, blah. I just need to get through this next 20 hours yes. before I can say, okay, now it's okay. Yeah. Well, and it's a problem for someone like me when this happens <laughs> to not be like, well, here, do this. It's a we'll try this. Yeah. We'll do this. It's yeah, a massive yeah. problem. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me how to do my goddamn job. That's that. It seems like you're not doing a good job at it. So maybe you need some help. I know. And that's 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 the obvious. Like, I'm, like my my joke is always. Listen, I don't take a shit without a plan. I have a way to get out of this. It's just not going to happen in the next week. Right. So maybe for the next week, I'm a total dick. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is I know. the problem. That is the because problem. Because that is not the way to be it's in true. a household. That's not the way to be in a partnership. Jamie can't handle it. And can't. Has I'm, I'm trying really hard, though. But you? I'm trying. I'm trying really Let hard. Let me help you fix this. I don't want to help fixing this. You I, want, I want you to buy me something. <laughs> that's what I want. Let's go to Target and buy a computer for no reason. If it was that simple, that would be great. <laughs> I mean, you just have a better sense of humor in those moments also. That's so another thing. 100% true. Humor you, is important uh, to yes. me. It is. Yes. And honestly, on our, well, but I have, an, I have a new appreciation for it. And I feel like, do you agree? I've opened up to humor 100%. in moments of tension. 100%. Whereas awesome. my former, and I still do it sometimes, is like, listen, I'm fine. I'm fine just being in this shit show. I don't need to laugh. I don't need mm-hmm. to feel better. Like, I'm fine. What's your problem? You know, but now, you, you are, I'm you like, are, <laughs> you are ruining everything. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm sitting here in yeah. my, in my normalness while a tornado my, is sitting yeah. next to me. Exactly. And I'm not allowed to run away from it yeah. and I'm not allowed to try to stop it. Okay. I'll just let it happen. That, I mean, that seems impossible cause I can't let a tornado I'm I'm the I'm also a fixer. Yeah, I'll be like well, or and I also oh god damn it I will I will learn to not do this. The sense of humor thing is great. My sense of humor is sarcasm. Yeah, and which can be a little <laughs> too real. It's Carly would be like I'm too joking real. too. Oh, why does it feel so pointed? Oh, yeah. no, oh no, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Bridget. I'm so sorry because I I do that. Like she'll she'll unload about her day, and I want that because I want to be the receiver and like, yes, this is a place to talk about it. And then five sarcastic comments happen to where I'm like, Oh, I didn't help. I just made it worse. Oh, you were talking about how bad you felt and how you thought people were picking on you and I'm picking on you. So, and then the instant justification is, well, get used to it. If you feel that way, I want to make you feel that way too, because that's the way life is. Oh, oh my god! I know, god. and that's the worst. It's so the worst. sorry, Bridget. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. And and the even in the last two days, I've been like, I'm just not. If I just don't speak for a minute, if I like give yourself a minute where you don't speak, yeah, yeah, and, and like I'm gonna hold that one in because it's not funny. It's, it's so <laughs> true. It's so true. And, and wait, Carly's freaking out. Say what? Say what you're feeling. It's just, it's just freaky how similar that dynamic is. I mean, there were times on our road trip where I would be so pissed oh. off at myself, just like thinking, "Shut your mouth! Like, why do you have to say something yeah, why, about everything? Why, why did that matter? Why did you have to point out?" But that, that was the turning point for me, and it's also been only in the only in like the last six months of getting real with my own issues and on the road trip. I was like the problem so much of the time. I lost our keys. I like that was have not. social anxiety. I, you know what yes. I mean. I just felt like I'm the issue here. When in the life I have constructed outside of this world, mm-hmm. I'm like in, a, in I'm in control. Yeah, and to be the person who is kind of ruining things often oh. and to have your partner oh. treat you kindly and compassionately yeah, i was sucks. Ju- i was just like <laughs> it sucks yeah it, it sucks. does suck because i definitely had to own a lot of shit about myself oh it's the worst it's but the worst I, I feel like it's liberating it's well you liberating all, you all went through uh, immersion therapy yeah like that's cool. what that is is like yeah. hey learn how to deal with each other so 
You guys spend, uh, say you spend 15 hours a day interacting. Holy How about shit. you guys interact for 24 hours a day? <laughs> How about you guys figure that out? Cause and I can't believe in my free time I'm sitting here talking to you two. <laughs> I, know. I, know. <laughs> I, could, I could be like alone figuring my shit out. I be doing anything. Yeah. But no, that amount of immersion therapy, because Bridget and I have the exact same dynamic on road trips. Uh, except for you guys, I would, I would venture to say neither of you like road trips. For the most, like I think, generally, probably, yeah. which is okay. That's okay. That is like uh, here's that, that took me. That probably took me twenty years to realize this isn't something everybody wants to yeah. do. Here's, yeah. I mean, here's how we end up taking road trips. Is basically, I think we do generally like them. And our road trip had some, some like traumatic moments that are sort of the memorable moments, mm-hmm. but was mostly us driving, listening to podcasts, and having a fun time. Yes. Uh, I believe it. Uh, I totally lost my train of thought there. Where was I going with that? I don't know. Oh, but w- the way we end up taking road trips is we. I am motivated by guilt and not <laughs> seeing family. Yes. Carly hates flying. Yes. Get in the car. Yeah. Well, that's and also I fucking hate. I probably hate flying more. That for symmetry, yeah. I just put it on you. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have uh, Bridget and I like over the years have tried to figure out how traveling works. How Traveling works between the two of us because the first trip we ever went on was um, three months in. Uh, I uh, there was there was a possibility that my granddad was going to die, so I'm like, well, we got to go to California, and I have four days to do this, yeah, and we don't have money, so we're going to drive, and it's going to be. And Bridget is so she's so like game. Instantly, yeah, great. I'm like, uh, that's a 21 hour drive, yeah, and we're gonna do that like straight. So, hope you're cool with that. And I need, you know, a driving partner's nice, and we should be fine. And no, no joking, that's the <laughs> <laughs> no laughing. And that was, and that's when I learned that Bridget uh, sleeps in the car. Uh, like, we weren't, we weren't even to like Florence. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> she falls. Asleep, she falls asleep on the way home from Target. Little baby. She falls asleep on the way no, home she from Target. Doesn't. Literally in the car. In the car. It's very soothing for some people. <laughs> Six minutes. Literally, literally. Uh, when we leave Target and we hit railroad. Oh my god! She'll be asleep. That's adorable. <laughs> so learning that, then we had car trouble in Idaho. So that mean that meant that okay, there's a we need to spend the night somewhere. We made it to Reno. Yeah, and a, a slew of adventures along the way of just like, what what the hell, <laughs> like me? What the hell's wrong with you? Uh, can you uh, you gonna drive? I uh, I'll drive. Uh, Twenty minutes later, I can't drive anymore. Okay, I'll drive. I can push through. I can do this. <laughs> so starting there and then, um, going to Utah for ten days. We're gonna go to Utah for ten days. Learning on the drive there that she's never really camped. Oh fuck. Well, this is an adjustment. Yeah, like, this is a huge adjustment, and and at the time, I was not willing to accept that. That is like, well, come on, it's just camping. Who gives a shit? Yeah, that, you know, this is what we can afford. We're gonna do this entire trip on a thousand dollars, and this is what we have to do. And then the next trip was like years later <laughs> because of, oh, you're not used to this. And then I traveled with her family and realized. Oh, this is what you're used to. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so how do we bridge the gap between this? Yeah. 
and then learning that a hotel that I'm willing to st- a motel that I'm willing to stay in is not the hotel she's willing to stay in. Got it? Okay, figure that out. Got it? And that's her. That's not a. It took me. It took me years to say that that wasn't a problem. Like that's We're like such judgers. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. It took me years to be like, oh, it's okay that the hotel's the destination. I can get into that. I have to get into that. I have to get into that because I'm choosing to be here. You, you are amazing in every other way. Why isn't this just an amazing part of you as well? Like, as opposed to, you're amazing in every other way, so I'll live with this bullshit. Yeah. So, uh, here comes Vancouver. We're going to Vancouver in June. And, uh, and uh, I'm the trip planner. I'm the guy who wants to be in control of fucking every detail. <clears throat> Letting go of any of those details. So, you're going to pick the hotel. Wherever you want to stay, it's going to be great. And she chose a hotel that almost made me puke. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool, an Olympic-sized swimming pool. What? what? That is going to be expensive. Uh, and her argument was, bridging back to you guys driving and flying, was, well, let's fly. And I'm like, it's Vancouver. It's like right there. It'll be, it's like right there. It'll and, take longer to fly there. Well, that was the thing. I was like, <laughs> we have to go to Seattle and then go through customs. This is like $1,000 a piece. It's going to be like 180 in gas. Oh, come on. Then we don't have to rent a car. And that was the only concession that I was able to get in. Not the only one. That's not true. But like the idea of like, well, we'll just drive there. But understanding her, her, it's the driving home is like, I just want to get home. That's her argument. And my argument is always, I don't want to go home. It's bonus vacation to drive home. (laughs) For me, it is like, oh, that's another day that we're still out and... I love my home. I love being home, but I don't want to go home. Like I'm, just, like I'm always, I'm the one who's trying to figure out how to extend the vacation. Yeah, and she's yeah. the one trying to figure out how to go home a day early, and not in, not in a negative way. Like I understand that anxiety of like, well, we got to go home, and so let's just be home. This is interesting. This is sort of the way that we're opposite. Yeah, it's true. Because I'm with, I'm a little more on your speed with the trip. Yeah, and Carly is often like says enough things where I'm like, okay, Which, we can go home. That makes total, <laughs> but that makes total sense because you're both extroverted. Totally. And yeah. by that time, usually I'm ready to be by myself. Yeah. Yes. Like dying to. Which is like a totally normal thing. And by the way, we all should give Carly yeah. mad props because on our road trip, she was not by herself ever for five seconds. Oh my God. I mean, God. literally. That's the worst. Literally. I don't know how well I handled it, so I don't know if we should give. Yeah, oh, you, you handled it well. I had a fun time. What other? <laughs> Me I mean, yeah, what yeah, other yeah. metric of how well yeah. you handled it is there? Yeah, I think. Well, I think a good metric is you're still together. Totally. A trip like that. I mean, when you guys said you were coming home like three days early, yeah, I was like, uh, when? Yeah, I can't believe you didn't leave Florida and come straight home, right? Or we leave like sorry, but like leave uh, New Jersey, and yeah, yeah, come straight home, totally, yeah. Like cutting it, I thought the trip would be cut in half. Yeah, that was my over under. Was like kind of surprised it didn't either. Actually, <laughs> well, we made it. Good job. Ben. We did it. You shouldn't oh. be surprised because, as you've discussed, there's been growth. Yes, yeah. and uh, yeah. what a what a fucking hellish immersion therapy to be in. It was intense. Like. 
it's not like one of you is afraid of lightning, so we're going to go outside in a storm. That type of immersion therapy only lasts an hour. Yeah. This one lasted uh, a thousand hours. To come out of, to be like in your relationship and to be in a place where when someone asks you about your stuff, for me, for my first response to be some sort of thing that I challenge the relationship with or whatever, like owning that first instead of like I have for the first time in my life, not for the first time, but in our marriage it's the first time I don't genuinely look down on the person I'm with. I mean, that's true. Wait, 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 wait. What? Now is the first time in our marriage you're not no, looking no, no. down on I'm me? A, I'm saying, <laughs> no, I'm saying. No, I can see that. In, I'm saying our marriage, our relationship. Our relationship. Yeah. Is, I am is the, the first, first relationship of my life where I have not in some way convinced myself that the issues were the other person's issues right. and, oh, did, you know, was like floating above it in some way, which is just not real. And it's also completely debilitating because you will be forever in the victim position yeah. of this, per- you know, so like oh, there is something yes. of just owning your stuff that feels like, ah. I'm not there yet. It feels like a superpower. <laughs> it feels like a it fucking really superpower. It really fucking does. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's such a relief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It is a huge relief. There are lots of, like, I don't know. There's, there's lots of superpowers that I think we're discovering. The superpower to let things go. Which is a really hard one, also. Yeah, we have to use like the gold coins were kind of the, helpful. Yeah, this we winter. use a gold coin system now. Yeah. Oh, do tell. So the gold coins work. You want to explain it? It's well, not a very long explanation. No. <laughs> so we have imaginary gold coins, <laughs> and when somebody acts like a dick, they can give you. They can say, "I'm sorry, I'm giving you two gold coins," and that is like a full mea culpa. And they can then use the gold coins for massages. And to just say, no, oh, nice. no, you can't. Oh, you can't use them for no. anything. You can give them away <laughs> if the other person does something nice. But basically the point of it is like that it's like a, oh, you can like acknowledging them. acknowledging that you you totally regret that dumbass thing that you just said. And yeah, it was yes. like. A, and we don't need to talk about an it. An immature, out of your control. It just happened. Mm-hmm. Like, let it go. It's not worth dissecting. It's not worth a conversation. It's just dumb you regret it be done which is really it's useful. totally effective yeah oh my god they have worked really well they have because the reality is sometimes you get into an argument and you realize i didn't even i don't care about this i don't care about yeah. i'm i'm trying to justify a behavior that i actually regret but i just feel like compelled to defend myself for for like shame's sake or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like embarrassed about it. Oh, that's a great system. And you can earn them by doing nice things, right? Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. But the reality is we give them away freely. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so Bridget, when you listen to this, we're gonna start the gold coin system, but they're gonna be physical gold coins, and I'm gonna win. I think having a physical <laughs> <laughs> I'm the nicest person in the world. My gold coin jar will be filled. Oh, Yours terrible. will be empty. Uh, that's who you are. Uh, <laughs> that's that's terrible. terrible. Sarcasm. Uh, sarcasm. <laughs> sarcasm. Sorry, sarcasm. That's not the way it is. I, Sorry, chasm. I am li- <laughs> I'm literally saying that as the opposite. Uh, that is the, the definition of sarcasm. I am being yes. glib. Uh, you realize, though, that the gold coin being on the merit system doesn't actually benefit you in any way because it benefits you for that person to have a bank of gold coins to use 
whenever they need. Yeah. So yes. everyone should have plenty. Yeah, you whatever. want everybody to have full coffers. Yeah. No, it's a, yes, it's exactly. It's, it's an acknowledgement that everybody fucks up. Yeah, that's and really what it is. That is amazing. That is a that is a serious that is a serious thing. It's funny that we're sort of generally talking about being adults and the and best we've made up this imaginary, like this imaginary gold coin system <laughs> like a, a Mario Kart situation yeah. sounds about uh, right yes I understand yeah. no because of course the first thing in my mind was well they have to be physical like yeah. that that has to be a physical coin which I mean, defeats the purpose of it really of like it's just this is just supposed to be acknowledgement not like me shaking the jar in front of Bridget no yeah get it out of don't even joke about it just <laughs> do this don't even joke about that <laughs> look at how full my like, jar is I feel is. like you're tainting the gold coins of course I am of course I am yes, yes. I just want to ruin every system before it comes up see this is how it's going to fail is because you're going to think you have more than I have and you don't yeah <laughs> which is funny because i have two million gold coins and so does carly yeah. oh we both have two million. Oh my god you guys can fuck up so much you can fuck up all this the time great <laughs> how many gold coins have been exchanged so far none this conversation has been great that's <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> the best I'm, I'm I'm into that. I'm really into that type of thing because that is acknowledgement of that everybody fucks up is the best part of it. Like yeah, that's, that's the like. It's very freeing human. to like. Uh, I don't know owning your shit. Like kind of like in the beginning of a relationship when you feel like you're so together, and that's not to say I don't know some people whatever. Like those people in the Notebook, remember that? <laughs> oh Jesus! They fucking knew. And sometimes when you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, I feel like truly um, owning your shit is another thing that you think you're doing maybe earlier on in relationships and come to realize however many years later and however many struggles later, oh, no, this is what owning my shit feels like. Yeah. And, oh, it also feels really good. Yeah. yeah. It's it, only going to help you in daily it's life. It's, like, pretty scary for a second, and then yeah. it feels really good. It's true. Um, so, Yeah. Fucking learning all kinds of shit. This was the winter of fury. It really was. Oh, the winter of fury. Yeah, I think is that the new Game of Thrones title? (laughs) Winter of fury. (laughs) Oh no! It's right around the corner. That's the Game of Thrones video game that's coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Available on iPhone and Android. Winter of fury. Yeah, I. Listen, it all comes down to Mandy's the greatest movie I've ever seen. I'm so glad that I'm so glad uh, that uh, uh, no. And uh, Bridget, uh, she asked me what I was going to watch because she was leaving, and I said Mandy, and she said, "What is that?" And I said, "I think it's a love story." It is. It by is one hundred percent a love story, which I knew would make her feel Amazing. jealous that I was watching it. Yeah. I was like, "I'm just joking. It's not. It's, it is a love story. It's the greatest love story of all time. It's really, but it is not uh, something you would want to watch. No, at all. I don't uh, even really know what happens. Did you finish it? Oh yeah. Oh man. I, no, I mean, I just I I saw the whole thing, but and you still. Don't it, I mean, I know what happens generally, but so little in terms of I were to like outline the story to you it would take me five seconds and you're like but that movie was like three hours long yeah it's it's long uh yeah i mean it's just a revenge flick yeah and the guy just very satisfying girl very satisfying we have no we don't know anybody's motivation in that movie it's great it's great so we haven't even talked about uh veganism growing up growing up (laughs) fuck (laughs) 
I think we're just going to have to have you back on. Yes. How was this for you? This was fun. Thanks for letting me hang out in the kitchen. Uh, I feel okay. You you feel... <laughs> this is the happiest I've seen Carly in months. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, love, I love the the jar of gold coins being dumped oh, on the table. I feel, yeah, I feel great. That might be a liberating system for you. It's going to be. I'm, I'm instituting it right now. I'm instituting it with everybody. I'm going to be looking at Jamie before a gig starts and saying... This comment I'm about to make is worth two gold coins. <laughs> Prepare yourself. I'm sorry that my mood sucks. Oh my god! Talk about me being sensitive to people's feelings. Travis and Butte on Sunday was like, yeah, whoops. Oh, I know. Man. I was sad to hear that that's how Sunday went because I gotta say, um, so I had the pleasure of seeing what it, what mighty- are you calling yourselves these days? <laughs> it's a it's the name is not long enough. Uh, the mighty Travis and his mighty big show. Yeah. There's uh, only three of us. But I had the pleasure <laughs> of seeing you <laughs> perform in Butte on Saturday. Which and was so I fun. had so much fun. And you were awesome. the you were number one. So much fun. Yeah, you propelled you fucking seated I tipping. I seated the tiff and, and the dancing. It was all genuine. I had a great it. time. That no, was you super were, fun. You were an awesome plant. It was fun. And we had a blast. Yeah, it was, uh, was, was a, fun. That was our first gig. Yeah, Hotel Finland so is going through a renaissance right now also. It's and the People best. need to stop in there for a beverage when they're in Butte. I love that place. The Cavalier, super cool. Yeah, so great, great vibe. Go have a drink at the Cavalier. Stay yeah. at the Finland. It was awesome. No, you know, that gig, Sunday suffered from the normal musician thing, which was over-predicting. Yeah. And trying to figure out what it was going to be. Yeah. And thinking Sunday would be giant. Sure. Thinking it was going to be huge, and then it wasn't huge. And then I didn't. I didn't do the. I didn't spend my day the best way. Yeah. Um. I should have taken a nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I should have like, uh, chilled on the idea of predicting. But I don't know how to get rid of that. I know. And I don't know any. I don't. I don't play with any musicians that don't try to predict it. Because you're kind of fired up. It's like fun. Yeah, to there's feel something excited. you have to. There's it's something you got to think about of like what is this going to be like tonight, yeah. and am I am I gearing up for a sloppy, messy, drunk fest, or yeah. am I gearing up for a couple people to be there? Yeah. Which, in the end, I did have fun. Yeah, as I always totally. do. Well, when you um, get close to the end of the night, everything feels a little everything more Everything feels yeah. so good. <laughs> Every minute that counts by is like yeah. a percent of happiness. I will say this. I had never playing those. So for people who don't know, this Mighty Trio thing, it, Mighty Travis and his Mighty Big Show yeah. is basically us and Brock, Ryan Brock, mm-hmm. playing classic rock songs. Yeah. Uh and a lot of sins, a lot of sins as musicians happen. Low hanging fruit. It's so great. Uh, it is um, entertainment. It's fun as hell. It's fun yeah. as hell. I wouldn't have it's any other point. way. Yeah, it is fucking exhausting though. A three hour set of that, man. But we did. We did pick some. Uh, we did Whoa. pick a lot of energy. Monday, I was like kind of wrecked. It's okay if we start adding some lighter, slower tunes. Nice, so that we can have a <laughs> break or two in between. Yeah, I was uh, tired. Yeah, for me, it's years and years of singer songwriter. Uh, ease, yeah, which in itself is emotionally taxing for an audience. Yeah. Like to be like, "Hey, we're gonna play, we're gonna play fifty-five songs you don't know." Mm-hmm. Here we go. This one's the opposite of we're gonna play a bunch of shit you know, and we're gonna work our asses off. Yeah, trying to get through each one of these tunes. And every time you lose your mind, I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know because when you lose your mind, that makes me feel like. 
oh, we chose correctly. And yeah. then it's like, oh, shit, Jamie's playing really loud. Yeah. And you guys better start fucking. <laughs> it is amazing yes. what a living organism the band oh, and man. the audience are oh. together. Oh. It's crazy. The it's science so is so intense. It's really interesting. It's super fun. But you fucking, you were the best, Carly. It was awesome. Having you on Saturday made it, no doubt. It was, it was so good. We did not have you on Saturday. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't have any family on. We had uh, nobody there to love us. Yeah. All of a sudden, oh, we have to entertain. Which, yeah, for a second there, it was happening. and uh, But nothing was happening in Butte. No, it was pretty yeah. dead. Like, well, when well, we drove past the party palace, it was it was full. But the streets were empty yeah. at 11 yeah, o'clock. Yeah, it was over. So... It's a full weekend. I know. Start people started on Thursday. Totally, I yeah. get it, and that's not even justification. Like it was just that's the no, way it was. No, it was zombie yeah. land out there for sure. It was really weird, for sure. Um, well, Carly, will you come back on? And yeah, absolutely. I want to. I think we should talk about uh, uh, plant based nutrition. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I think that would be super fun. I'm gonna talk about that. We both grew up in Helena. We yeah. need to talk about that. Oh, you guys are talking about the ska scene in Helena. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the Skoidats. Oh, can't wait to talk about the Skoidats. Oh my god. Skoidats or Skoidats? Uh, Dats. Skoidats. Travis. Ads. I don't need to talk about Skoidats. You uh, don't have Okay, we got it. We have no, to love, do it again. I'd love we to can talk about it. Only them. talk about yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I played a lot of ska music in high school oh as yes. as was the scene. Hey man, I was still so funny. dude, I still love it. I have a real Real soft uh, I'll talk about no doubt any day. I'll talk <laughs> about, oh, I was also thinking. That talk the, about real big. Do you think it'd be weird day. if the the trio played some no doubt songs? No, it'd be fucking great. Because what did I hear? Yes. I heard. Uh, Luckily, what is that I song? already know them. Yeah, great. Spiderwebs. Fuck yeah. Would be, could we could do it as a trio? Played that really at, smoothly. Played that with my girlfriend in high school at the Helena Talent Show. Amazing. That's amazing. That's my <laughs> rules. The senior year. Amazing. I love yeah. it. And then we can do, um, we can do, what's her name? What's, who's the singer? Gwen Stefani. Uh, we can do her version of Feliz Navidad. Oh my oh God. God. Chris. <laughs> oh my God. No bueno. For those of you who don't watch The Voice. <laughs> so bad. There's no reason to watch The Voice. Anyway, Carly, yeah, I love you. Love Thank you, you too, so Bob. much for coming on our podcast. Thank you guys you are guys awesome. Thanks for having me. And this is the first of many, I think. I think it's really cool that you guys are still doing this. Are you yes. going to? Are you going to need your own mug? Probably. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, uh, we have our own merch that we're not selling. Oh, my God. We have Jamie and Travis present mugs with... Uh, There's liquid in there. ...with names on it. <laughs> Jamie has his own mug. I got my own mug. And we have guest mugs. Someday, we'll put those up for sale. Maybe. I don't know how to do... I don't know how to make that... Uh, uh, the initial capital that no, we would need. We don't. We definitely don't know how to do that. <laughs> don't worry, Mike Mans. I will give you your own <laughs> mug. <laughs> Brian Herbal, you will get your own <laughs> mug. All right. Anyway, thank you, Carly. Thank you, Travi. Thank you, Carly and Jamie. Thanks, this was a, this was this. Uh, we we dove deep. Yeah, yeah. we did. I, it felt good. <sighs> felt good. All right. This has been Jamie and Travis present. present. George Lucas, the real George Lucas, and I'm here to remind you to support my friends Jamie and Travis by going to their Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash Jamie and Travis present. Wait, what's that, Chewie?
Also, you can go listen to their complete archive of episodes at jamieandtravispresent.com. Again, this is George Lucas. The real George Lucas. Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis present. Yeah.